Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just nine. $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. And to do it in the name of an institution that is trying to increase opportunity and equality for women. I mean, can you wish for anything better than that? I don't think you can. So it's really special. That was another fabulous clip from French international Poppy McGowan. I hope you enjoyed part one of our Fair Break 11 tour podcast. Coming up in part two, you will find out from Ariana, Mariko, Rucci and Poppy what Fair Break means to them along with their off-field highlights of the tour. And what does fair break mean to you and how important do you think fair break is to women's cricket? I think it's empowering women, which is really something like nowadays it's it's getting there, but something like fair break is needed just to help keep pushing. And I think not only through cricket, but through the work they do, it's just really, I think nowadays it's still needed and we need to, keep addressing it and keep pushing for women's equality and I think it's doing all the right things so it really is a strong part of me now. And you're now playing cricket club cricket in Australia you know has fair break sort of given you a drive the opportunity to play in in another country? Yes I'd say it has because it's uh, going on tour with them we played at so many different places with so many different teams I think it gave me the confidence to say I could do this and not stress as much as I would have if I was coming to Australia I haven't had that experience with the team with the group of girls that I did so yeah I definitely think Fair Break gave me a really good opportunity. Fair Break is honestly extremely important to us I feel very privileged that when I'm playing something like Fair Break has been created where people had the vision to promote associate women's cricket which is what you say, cricket from the developing nations, because we have a lot of talent. We have girls with a lot of passion for cricket, but unfortunately we don't have the same funding and the same access as some of the larger nations, such as England, 
Australia and to have fair break where we have the opportunity to play against higher level teams and especially the fair break invitational competition where we have the opportunity to play alongside the test nations that is um it's not only an amazing experience but it's so good for our personal development where we realize what standard we need to be at and we can take away the learnings that we have on tour and bring it back to the home country whether that be in terms of performance or also in terms of structure in terms of team spirit yeah it's it's amazing and i hope it just continues to grow of course fair break it's going to be like a broken record but it means so much and it's not just about providing opportunities to create an equal pathway from um women and men but more so the associates players you know they're the likes of myself Yasmin Deswani Carrie Chan in Hong Kong where um we do play at the highest level within Hong Kong but again the disparity of associates to internationals is so vast and so great that we want to try and minimize that and from my personal experience of playing in australia um from a premier one division and also with the northern diamonds i know just by simply training and being surrounded by international players and really good cricketers you are inevitably going to grow so i think this platform what fairbreak provides is this platform for associate cricketers to actually see where they can go and learn the the game itself and understand their game as well um so yeah, i can't speak highly enough about just the gen- gender equality aspect of fair break but also the associate nations aspect too what does fair break mean to you and how important is fair break to women's cricket what fair break meant to me on a personal level was it really opened up the realms of what we could do uh, as players in France on a on a cricket level uh, what we can aspire to and what we can you know we represent our country in international tournaments and we're extremely proud of that and we really believe it's an honor and privilege but to suddenly be invited into something that's even bigger with women from a number of countries and be considered as a member of the team be you know be immersed in the team be accepted and be encouraged and supported all the way um outside of your own country with people who have outstanding backgrounds in cricket i mean the coach jeff lawson is a legend and suddenly you're getting coached by him i mean those are things that you you only dream of really um so on a personal level it meant a lot to me i dreamed of going to fair break and once in my life and it happened sooner than i thought it would um and so that's really special and i think that fair break what fair break means to women in general and i saw it when i got invited um i got a lot of support from everybody in france um the first reaction was we're super happy for you especially my teammates they were all you know chuffed and excited and really really genuinely happy for me but very quickly after that you could tell they were like well like how did it happen how did how did you get the offer because you could see that suddenly this little seed was planted that you know if a player from France can go we can all go one day we can all aspire to go into fair break and it just means that we're going to keep working even harder and we've got a even bigger dream to work towards uh, if there is anything bigger than playing for your country but you know we get to travel 
meet other players. And it's just when you come from a small country like France for cricket, it's just things that, yeah, you just really just dream of and suddenly it's a reality. So I think it's a, it's an exceptional opportunity and to do it in the name of a institution that is trying to increase opportunity and equality for women. I mean, can you wish for anything better than that? I don't think you can. So it's really special. Have you got a touring highlight off the field? I know you were very good at finding the cafes. That's what it says on Instagram. That is true. I call it third wave coffee. And I thought that was a standard um, word or terminology that you use for good coffees. And I, I lived in Australia for a bit, but no one knew what that meant. I was like, what? I have to take you. And I think once you play cricket, you are definitely in the coffee culture. So um, a lot of our rest days were hopping around, exploring the city, uh, but finding the best coffees. Off-field moment, our Scotland, our first Scotland game got rained off and we were wondering what to do. So the team came together to make a TikTok. And that was really that was really fun because um like we really like came together and made it really fast and it kind of made a theme to make team TikToks. And that same night we went for a team karaoke session. And that was just so much fun. Everyone, like, we saw a new side to everyone. And I think it, like, helped us gel together more in the coming games. So who was the best uh, karaoke singer? Like, I, I really want to say me. <laughs> like, when I actually, when I was doing karaoke, I was like, whoa, my talent is really wasted in cricket. I should be on the X Factor. And then I watched the clips the next day and I was like, no, I should stick to cricket. But I'd say the best one was Laura Bailey because she has a really good voice. What about Roberta? What was her singing like? Roberta is just an all-round entertainer on the field, off the field. She's like, she is surprisingly quiet during the karaoke, but on field you hear her all the time. She's such a big entertainer. Have you got a touring highlight off the field? Off the field? Oh. I'd have to say it would be the TikToks that we made. We made a couple and um, I think one of them was to the sound It's Corn, which was, um, I think, repeated many, many times during the tour. So and it's something that stuck with me. I still say It's Corn randomly to people and they're like, what is she talking about? But um, it's just because it was such a funny moment and everyone, all of our team got invested in it. And it was just like our group coming together. It was it, it was corn. <laughs> I suppose that's the beauty about the fair break tour, everyone coming together. Yeah, that was the main part of it for me. Everyone came together so welcoming, so happily and openly kind of thing. And I don't think anyone ever felt left out. Everyone was together. Everyone was with people and chatting and being happy and playing cricket. And it was just really, really good experience. Have you a... Uh... A tour highlight off the field. Um, there were many. It was it was the life off the pitch that was just made special all the time by all the girls. Um, I specifically had a, I especially had a good time with my. I was room sharing with Roberta from Brazil, and um, I mean she's crazy, but I'm I'm kind of crazy also with the same type of crazy, um, and we got along really well and. Uh, we could speak about everything, cricket, technique, but more than anything, it was sharing our common experiences from our countries. I think Brazil and France 
but different level teams, but similar sort of setup back home, um, similar struggles, similar, you know, highlights of playing for your country and traveling and doing things you never thought you would get to do. Um, and that was really enriching. And, uh, you know, fair break, you make friends for life. Well, I did anyway. And Roberta was a very special person to be able to meet and share a room with. And it was just constant laughter and positive energy. And yeah, it was meeting her was really, really good. That really sums up what fair break's all about, Poppy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the cricket's the the vehicle, but the, the human connections and relationships you build, that's how we're going to build cricket. It's something I've always said. Uh, we're not in associate countries. We're not going to build cricket on winning or run rates or winning cups or competitions. We're going to build it by building really strong friendships and connections and working together for the greater good of, of women's cricket. So, um, yeah, Fabric is all of that in a nutshell. And um, I don't know how they managed to make it that way, but they did. And I'm really thankful they did because it's really, you, you could spend hours trying to explain to somebody to make it happen. If it's not there, it's not there. And Fairbreak has it all. So yeah, thanks to them. But Mariko, what is third wave coffee? When you say third wave, what does that actually mean? Is that, is that a... It's just, okay, so first, I wouldn't call it first wave or second wave, but first wave would be the typical press a button or cafe sachets that you get in this cafe granules second wave would be like the starbucks or the costas that you get and then the third wave you go to a proper cafe and they've got you know one of those big machines and with their espressos and you get a good, good coffee good milk everything step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply and with the 2023 Fairbreak Invitational event only five months away, I asked our Fairbreakers how much they are looking forward to next year's competition. I began by speaking to the Fairbreak 11 tour manager, Saba Nazim, followed by Scottish cricket's Sue Strachan. And finally, you're, you're back as the manager of the Falcons at the Fairbreak Invitational in April 2023 how much are you looking forward to that yeah i know i just got the news on on social media i think it was yesterday um fantastic to be able to manage again and um you know must be doing something right if they keep calling me back but yeah really looking forward to the new venue it's in hong kong this time so yeah just absolutely fantastic i've never been to hong kong before so really looking forward to that well that's something to really look forward to it's on between the 3rd and the 16th of april and are they expecting again to get leading players from around the world like this year when you had the likes of Heather Knight, uh, Susie Bates, Marazan Cat playing? Yeah, definitely. I think they're, they're working on it now. So you, you start seeing on their social media, the players that have been uh, asked again, uh, asked to come back again, along with the managers and the coaches. So yes, yeah, so there's a work in progress at the moment. And yeah, it'd be fantastic to see many of those international players 
along with the successful, you know, associate nation players back again in the tournament. Yes, Sabat, 2022 in Dubai, there was 90 players from 35 different countries really spreading the word of women's cricket. Yeah, definitely. It would be great to see all those players uh, back again, along with the associate nation players and maybe a few new ones too. Um, yeah, it would be, it'd be absolutely fantastic, uh, you know, the, what Fabric is doing to get all these women playing together. So really looking forward to it in Hong Kong next year. Well, it's going to be amazing, isn't it? Um, Fairbreak Invitational 2022 was intense, brilliant, fabulous. It was a huge learning curve for all of us involved, but it was just first ever of its kind. The first ever time that young female cricketers from smaller nations got to mix it with their icons got to play in the same team, got to train with people that they'd only ever seen on the television and had a chance to actually show how good they were on the global stage. And that's an opportunity they don't often get or, or some of them will never get playing for their own countries, which is a whole other podcast probably. But um, I think for to be part of something that, gave, that brought these young women together, 90 players, 34 different countries. I think I had 10 different nationalities in my t- in my squad that I managed was just brilliant. And I loved it. And I think 2023 is going to be even better. You know, the 2022 was the first time they'd ever done it. Fairbreak did an amazing job. They, they moved it from Hong Kong because of the COVID uh, requirements to Dubai. The team in Dubai, Sam Charnley, who helped the operations on the ground were superb. The ground we played at, the Dubai International Stadium, you know, significant chunk of these players had never played under the lights before. So the training session, we had one training session under the lights, under the ring of fire. And just to be playing under the lights and to be uh, live streamed with such great quality live stream, great quality media coverage, For these young women, it was just like so many dreams come true. And to be part of being able to deliver that for them was just incredible. And next year, you're going to have crowds as well. Yeah, I think think that's going to make a big difference to the experience of the players um, during the tournament. I think that Hong Kong cricket will embrace this tournament. And I hope and expect that we'll get Good crowds at smaller grounds they are, but um, good grounds. And I think we will get uh, good crowds and hopefully we will have people starting to decide which team they're going to support um, uh, and then perhaps um, just buy into that team's uh, ethos a little bit more uh, uh, during the tournament. And I think that for these young female cricketers, it's going to be even better than 2022 was and that's incredibly exciting you must be excited about the 2023 fair break invitational being played in your home country of hong kong in april 2023 yeah i mean hong kong is just an incredible city to not only be in as a tourist but to host an event so i mean back in the day when i was almost 13 14 years old 
there used to be an event called the Cricket Sixes and it was a big, big thing. Um, all the greats of the game came in and it was just sort of five overs that you play, but unfortunately that stopped. So there was no cricketing event that really took part in Hong Kong. So it does create a platform for such movement to host um, and play in Hong Kong. But yeah, I think it'll be good because it's going to be played at a club where it's quite, uh, I wouldn't say small, but it, it's you get close to the audience. So there's going to be a lot more boundaries I'd say so maybe not good for the bowlers but a lot more fun a lot of noise and with Covid restrictions now gone um, there won't be as many limitations um, compared to what it, it could have been last year. And will you be playing for the Falcons again you were runners up last year or this year? This. I mean I'd hope so I was the first person to to get nominated or re-invited back for fair breaks I'm really humbled to, to do that but um yeah depending on the team I don't know which team it's it's up to the organization but I really do hope I'm part of the Falcons because we created such a a nice family of players and I think we just all got stuck into it um and of course I know sort of the sponsors and and whatnot and we got along so I hope this time we can sort of carry the trophy and not come runners up and you're going to have the chance to play again in Fair Break 2023 in Hong Kong. Yes, I've been invited to Fair Break 2023. I'm looking forward to it. It's my home country. So do you know what team you're going to be playing in in the Fair Break 2023 then, Ruchi? I have no idea. In 2022, I was part of the Barmy Army. I'm not sure if I've been retained for the Barmy Army or I'll be part of another team. But anyway, let's see. But the chance to play against, you know, the likes of Susie Bates and people like that and Marizan Cap, uh, Heather Knight. Well, you played with Heather Knight, didn't you? Yes. You must learn a lot from playing against that, playing with and against those players. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. Even as simple as how they go about their warm ups, how they go about their net sessions, their trainings. You really see how disciplined and committed they are. And that must then help when you're playing then and, and training with the Hong Kong team. Yeah, it does. Because I saw everybody's intensity go up to a new level, everybody's performance, everybody's drive. Even when I was talking to girls from other countries, they were saying that they realised what a high level really looks like and it made them really want to improve their own their own level. So I suppose even sitting down with players of the likes of Heather Knight and chatting to them about the game helps as much as actually the training and playing with them. Yes, of course. They have so much insight. And many of these players, they they really want to help. They're really willing to share their knowledge, um, have a chat with you, support you. A lot of us are still in touch with some of the, those big test players. And it really means a lot to us. Um, their help, like, I really appreciate any help. And hot news off the press, you're going to be part of 2023, the Fair Break Invitational in Hong Kong. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> it's really exciting for me. Obviously, I've gone from a Fair Break tour now to Australia and now to Hong Kong. It's it's amazing what my cricket is doing right now. And I really hope to learn so much along the way and hopefully help others and inspire others to do to keep going with cricket or even get into cricket even. So... I'm so grateful for the opportunity and I can't wait. I'm really excited. <laughs> so you'll go from playing in Australia for, is it Melville, to then going to the Fairbreak uh, Invitational event in Hong Kong? 
Yes, that's correct. <laughs> to end part two, I've gone back to our opening guest in part one, one of the founders of Fairbreak and now the head of Fairbreak, Sean Martin. And then moving forward to Fairbreak 2023 uh, in Hong Kong, can you remind listeners of, of the dates and what your plans are for next year's tournament? Yeah, well, what, what you'll see is um, version two of, of what was in Dubai. The, the dates, are, the tournament starts April 3rd and finishes on April 16th. So uh, 10 days of play, 20 matches. Uh, and what we're really looking forward to is the fact that we'll have crowds at, at Kowloon Cricket Club. Um, and, and we know for a fact already that there's a, there's a huge amount of interest in in people coming to see um, uh, what they could only see really on on their screens in Dubai, um, so we've retained, or you know, we're in the process at the moment of retaining a certain number of players in each of those teams. Uh, we want to keep some consistency there, and and they've identified very quickly the players with those with those teams that they played in, and then there'll be there'll be an introduction of some some new players. Um, which we we will do every time we play because it's it is a, about broadening the opportunity as much as we can. And are you hopeful again of getting some of the world stars which you had in this year with uh, people like uh, Heather Knight playing yeah. again? Susie Bates, Haley Matthews, all of those. Yes, uh, many of them have committed already. Um, so you will see that you know a lot of those players that you saw back. Um, uh, there'll be a few few changes here and there at that at that level, but in the main, they're all they're already talking to each other about it. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, you, you'll see them. I think that's been the beauty of speaking to uh, players from associate nations. How much they learned with playing with the likes of Heather Knight, Susie Bates, and the like. Yeah, it's it's very interesting what happens, Stephen. Is the players that we invite. Jeff Lawson, myself, Alex Blackwell and Sana Mia, we're the committee that trawls through hours of video and recommendations from people and, and basically we manage the list of players, which is how we, we will always do it. We won't, we won't be auctioning people or anything like that. Um, so what, what we find is that the majority of players that we invite are highly skilled. Many of them only play men's cricket in their own country, so they're not intimidated. Um, it, what they lack is game sense. Uh, you know, they just don't play enough. So it, it, especially with the high-caliber coaching staff that we have, it doesn't take them very long to, to, to feel comfortable, I suppose, in that environment. Um, and you saw, I think, in the tournament, some of the outstanding performances were from Associate Nation players. Um, but, but the other interesting thing that happens at the other end is that um, you'll get a, comments from some of the more, I suppose, better-known players, for want of a better word, where they'll come up and say, Sean, I've, I've got performance anxiety here. You know, all, all of these players in my team are looking at me going, you know, I'm I'm supposed to be pretty special, and well, you better do something. So, what you find is that the whole standard lifts um, right across the board, and and that was that was the experience we found in in Dubai, and I think that will just continue now. And where do you see Fairbreak, say, in another five years? Will we 
the invitation will continue each year? And will you also have tours of the UK each year? The, the tournament will certainly uh, continue each year. I've just got back from the United States and I'm, I'm hoping to make a, a, a fairly exciting announcement about that um, in the next month or so, uh, which will, will be another significant step in, in the work that we do. Um, we will certainly tour. Uh, we will have a touring side. Uh, whether we tour the UK every year or whether we alternate with the Americas or another region, but we'll certainly be back. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, absolutely, and uh, and look, we're getting asked to play in a lot of places at the moment. As a as a you know, can you bring a fair break team to play here? Can you you know? And and we'd we'd love to do that um, in the future. Uh, when we're not equipped to do it right now, but I would say you know over the next twenty four months we will be equipped to to play in a few more places than we are right now. We're playing in. Uh, Canberra in Australia in in February. Uh, we launch our, our Fair Break book, which is being written at the moment, is launched on February the 4th at Marnica Oval in Canberra. And we're playing um, uh, an ACT media's side uh, that week in a 50-over fixture and three T20 fixtures. So we'll have a Fair Break uh, team in Australia for that week uh, leading up to the book launch on the on the fourth of February, and I think that team that we've invite invite in the process of inviting at the moment, I think, is a squad of fourteen from twelve different countries. That's fantastic! You must be so pleased with how it's uh, how it's gone since uh, well, since the Invitational this earlier this year. Yeah, I'm very I'm very pleased. Um, we've got a wonderful group of people that that work on this project i mean um obviously uh you know it's not just me <laughs> there's a there's a there's a huge number of people that um are, are committed to what they now call a movement i don't use that word but the players use that and, and a number of the other people that, that work with us do so they're they're constantly you know encouraging and pushing and, and innovating uh, all of those all of those things that we do the players are incredibly supportive that you know that we have a, a wonderful group of players uh, they identify with what we do uh, they like the fact that we play in you know recycled plastic clothing you know we don't accept uh, sponsorship from gambling or betting um, we've uh, we've shipped some of the branding, for example, from Dubai to Hong Kong so we can repurpose some of it uh, rather than sending it in the landfill. And then it goes to a company in America and gets turned into shopping bags and pencil cases. So we're trying as much as we can to uh, sort of walk the talk, I suppose, in terms of you know sustainability uh uh, you know, looking after the environment, thinking about how we can make improvements all the time. Uh, I mean, the piece of work that Professor Deidre McGee did on breast uh, research and sports bras in Dubai was groundbreaking. That had never been done in cricket before. And, and that sort of research will continue through into, into Hong Kong and into other tournaments. When you read her her chapter in the book, I think you'll be 
staggered at the uh, lack of awareness around that health issue for women playing cricket. And the women's game can only go from strength to strength with the help of fair break. Well, I think we, we're doing, we've always done our bit. We, we, we're certainly um, not an organisation that's looking to compete with anyone. Right from the word go, we always just wanted to complement what was happening and and to uh, you know find a a position, I suppose, in world cricket where we could uh, be supportive and provide opportunity for players. Because I think the more that we can do that, as other domestic leagues. Um, you know, begin around the world. I mean, there's, there's going to be a Pakistan a domestic league. There'll finally be a, a, a an Indian IPL. I mean, all of these domestic leagues, I think, are fantastic. I mean, our, we're, we're positioned as the only global league, which is where I, I want us to be because that gives us the chance to showcase players from every corner of the globe and, and hopefully some of those other domestic leagues will then look at those players and create another opportunity for them. Um, and I think that's where we provide that that um, uh, positioning in world cricket that's only beneficial to everyone. Well, thank you very much, Sean, uh, and the very best of luck for Fair Break Invitational 2023 and for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, Stephen. Really enjoyed it, and thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at The Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.